Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined as ever by Greg Browning after another amazing night in the Champions League for goals. Have you finished counting your winnings yet, Greg? Not yet, no. Another 10, 10 minutes or so, that should be done. I think you'd said to me that someone had been in touch and said this looks like it's the best ever Champions League for goals and it certainly feels that way. Yeah, it's been great. I think every week now we've had pretty much not far off over 1.5 goals in every game. Every game has been pretty much close to over 2.5 so I think if we have a look at the stats later on, I think it probably will be uh, the best uh, for goals anyway, yeah. Yeah, we need to get one of our little web monkeys to check the stats on that <laughs> and see if that actually holds true. But it feels like it. Another successful night tonight, your nap won. Um, and we had suggested Inter on the podcast. They kept us waiting a wee bit, but it was another... Well, in the end, it looked a comfortable win, 3-1 in the end, uh, to bring up that bet. So that was another nap win for us. Yeah, really pleased with that one. Inter Milan had to win that match. Uh, Barcelona did them a favour as well by beating Dortmund. Quite a big big difference between the, the Czech League and Serie A. Obviously, Inter Milan are sitting second top, a point behind Juventus. So, to, to tonight, they really needed to get uh, three points. And again, I think that's them nine consecutive games now they've scored two or more. So, another one for the um, goals notebook. Yep. And it's another one that keeps that group alive, much like the Liverpool group as well. So, not getting ahead of ourselves, but match these six promises to be another good round for us in terms of opportunities goals, for goals. Goals, goals, Exactly. So we'll look forward to that one when it comes around um, December. I think it's the first, second week in December, is it? Um, so it's not too far away. Uh, before we get stuck into this week's tips, what we always do is have a wee look back at last week. Um, we'll come on to the ones that didn't win in a minute, but let's focus on Hibs, who you really fancied at home to Motherwell. Yeah, I spoke a lot about Hibs last week. Um, almost maybe too much to the point I thought, God, ho- hope this lands. <laughs> but no, they um, gave Jack Ross a, a, a winning start with a, with a fine 3-1 victory against Motherwell. So another two goals for Hibs. And they also brought in Tuesday night snap at St Mirren. So um, my football club is still St Johnston, but at the moment I'm a huge Hibs fan. Morning, hi, BZ. Um Yeah, they're going really well and I think we'd kind of said two, three, four weeks ago maybe actually Hibs were a team who were going to be worth following once they actually caught the manager out and got a new guy in place and so far so good for Jack Ross, two wins out of two building on the win the week before so it's now three out of three for Hibs and they certainly look as if they're capable of taking that top six space Yeah, for me that top six space is now Hibs they'll, they'll be top six guaranteed now and I think we I think I said at the start of the season, Hibs will definitely finish top six. Yep. Even a few weeks ago, when it wasn't looking good under Heckingbottom, given the, that squad they've got, still really fancied Hibs to get into the top six. And now they've got yep. a new manager in charge. That personnel they've got, they've got a really good team. Yeah, there'll be more Hibs chat in a minute because we know, I know that's one of the teams' <laughs> games that we're going to look at for this weekend. Um, a couple of other successful tips we had last weekend on the podcast was Leicester to win, which they did reasonably comfortably 2-0 so that was good to get that bet up and Norway delivered again in terms of goals on Sunday. Yeah the total goals market, you'll be sick of me saying this but it's just the best market that's ever been invented <laughs> um, it was the penultimate round of matches in Norway um, we needed 24, I think there was 32 goals so this week's the final round um, it'll probably be set again at 24 so if it yep. does, 
and again it should be out about Saturday afternoon on, on Skybet. Okay, we'll look forward to that and I guess we've got to discuss the two uh, tips that we put out that didn't win. I'll start with Bolton. You can they start. <laughs> absolutely horsed 7-1, so hands up on that one. They were 11 to 4 shots, but in my defence, they'd gone 1-0 up, and I, you actually sent me a WhatsApp message, <laughs> you know, cheering Bolton on. Um, they got a man sent off, conceded a penalty, and it all just went to shit after that. <laughs> they could beat 7-1. So it's one of the ones, take it on the chin, move on, and probably don't touch Bolton for another week or two, I would have thought. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, Aberdeen was an absolute killer for us. We had them to uh, score two, was it, at St. Johnson? Yeah, to score two or more, so really frustrating. Um, I watched the match. I couldn't get to the to the games on Sunday, so I watched it on the TV. Um, now McGinn missed an open goal oh. from about three yards at 1-0 after half an hour. So Aberdeen scored after 21 minutes. Uh, Sam Cosgrove, I thought, that's fine. They'll probably go and get a second at some point. 70 minutes came, St John's got two men sent off, and they just huffed and puffed and couldn't grab a second. Sander Clark made some good saves, but a really disappointing result for Aberdeen. And You could see it there at McInnes' interview. He was not happy. <laughs> No, and I don't blame them, especially with that penalty decision that they never got just before Niall McGinn's miss. But um, I won't ask you if you were cheering Aberdeen on in those final stages, given you're a St. Johnson fan. I don't, yes, want, to embarrass. Don't. I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was last week. Um, again, a successful week on the podcast. Another nap win, and you were telling me you reckon that's 8 out of 10 Saturday naps that we've managed in the podcast since we started. Yeah, so since the podcast started, we're in really good form, actually. So anyone following the podcast will definitely be in profit, which is great. Um, from a Saturday perspective, I think we are 8 out of 10 winning naps on a Saturday, which is great. So 80% strike rate after 10 is really good. It's very good. So let's hope we can continue it this weekend. Um, the card in England a wee bit interrupted this week due to the second round of the FA Cup. So most League One and League Two teams are playing in that. Um, so as we look at our tips, we'll go further down the leagues. But we're going to start off in Scotland and the aforementioned Hibs. Yeah, so I don't see any reason to deviate away from Hibs. So having looked across my stats for the season so far, I've now backed Hibs five times this season to score two or more, and it's landed in all, all five attempts, which is great. So you'd expect me to be going for that again this week, but I'm actually not. Um, they're at home to Kilmarnock, so Kilmarnock have actually really impressed me this season. Um, I'm also very surprised by Kilmarnock and how well they've done since losing Steve Clark. Yeah. But when you look at their side, they've got a lot of really good players. So in terms of personnel for them, they've got a couple of Scottish internationalists, so Stuart Finlay... Stephen O'Donnell, they've got Brophy, um, they've got Power and Dicker in the middle, who do a great job. And Chris Burke, he's rolling back the years at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely terrorised Hearts last Saturday. So they've actually got a really good team. And their manager, um, Alessio, is doing, is doing really well. So they're away to Hibs. Hibs at home, goal-wise, have been terrific. Um, I think at the moment, defensively though, they've only managed to keep one clean sheet this season which is a real concern. But it's funny, I think we spoke about before the podcast, um, before, since Heckenbottom left, Hibs have won three games in a row, collected nine points, scored nine goals, and Chris Doidge, who was a bit of a donkey before um, Jack Rose yeah, came in, 
Banjo springs to mind. <laughs> um, it's funny how that works out for players, though, isn't it? Change a manager can just turn things around completely. So the mood at Easter Road will, will be obviously night and day compared to what it was three weeks yeah. ago. They're only two points behind, three points behind Kilmarnock at the moment, I think, and four points behind Motherwell. So this shows what, what an upturn they've had because obviously they were struggling right there at the bottom of the league probably about a month ago. So my kind of angle for this match, looking at both sides, um, Hibs to score two looks really attractive again. And I know that's something that you quite fancy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, 64 just looks big, um, especially when you consider Hibs' uh, scoring record at home. They've actually been pretty good at home in terms of the goals that they've scored, 12 in the seven games that they've played there. Um, yeah, I think 64 looks a good price. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be. So Hibs at home is quite reminiscent of uh, Neil Lennon's Hibs side when Hibs came up, back up probably, what, two years ago now. So they've got a really good team. Canberra's playing well now again. He's been a bit, a bit of a disappointment probably for the last 12 months, but he's definitely thriving at the moment. And Scott Allen in the middle of that part is kind of pulling the strings. So got a really good team. I'm going to go for over 2.5 goals in this game. Now, for me, the bookies have placed this up at 5-4, to four, which I think is really, really big. Now, Kilmarnock do have the third best defensive record in the league, which is fair enough. But Hibbs' goal-scoring form at home um, in terms of goals scored and goals conceded outweighs that for me. Yeah, although Kilmarnock have got a pretty decent defensive record away, away from home, they've still conceded 10 and 6 away uh, from Rugby Park. Yeah, I fully expect Hibs to score a couple, but I'd be shocked and stunned if Kilmarnock don't get the score sheet. Kilmarnock are a really good unit. They've still got attacking options and att- attacking threats, especially in Chris mm-hmm. Buck and in Brophy. So for me, it's got that kind of look of a 2-1, 3-1 home win. Okay, so you're going for over two and a half match goals in the game. At, is it five to four? Well, technically, it's 121 <laughs> to 100 with Marathon Bet. Bet. <laughs> so we'll call it five to four. We'll call it five to four. Um, I wouldn't talk anyone out of 64 on Hibs to score two plus if you want a wee bit extra value in that game. So next we're going to delve into the National League North, which is the one below the National League. Is that correct? That's the one. So what's that, sixth tier, seventh tier? Something like that for a look at a team that you mentioned a few weeks ago, Kings Lynn, who topped that division. Yeah, so I think two weeks ago I had three bets on a Kings Lynn match. It was just by pure chance. There wasn't much on that that day. I found them. Um, I'm glad I did find them, though. So they're currently top of the league. Uh, but for me, from a goals perspective, it's, a, it's an absolute dream. They are top of the league at the moment, but when you look at their defensive record, for a side that's top of the league, it's quite alarming. Um, yeah. Pretty much gung-ho. You, sco- you, you score two, we'll score three sort of thing. So they're at home to Gateshead on, on Saturday. Now, when you look at the home stats for Kingsland, nine of 11 of their games at home have seen over 2.5 goals. Nine of those games have seen both teams score. Seven of those games have seen over three and a half goals. And they've scored two or more in all 11 matches. So pr- pretty impressive goal scoring form. But what kind of tickles me is their inability to defend for a team that's top of the league. Yeah, their record's ridiculous, really. Um, I'm just looking at the table, and they've got the worst defensive record in the top half of the table, despite the fact that they're top of the league. So, yeah, any kind of goals bet looks worth taking on in this game. Yeah, to put it into perspective, they're top of the league. They've conceded 29 goals. 
York City are second in the league and they've conceded, what, <laughs> nine or ten? Ten. So they've got the 17th worst defensive record in that league, yet they're top of the league. So that just goes to show just how many goals they're scoring. And they're obviously the league's top goal scorers yeah. with, I think, 42 goals they've scored so far. 42, yeah, their, their matches are... Av- av- their matches are averaging 3.4 goals per game so certainly getting plenty of value for your money if you're a season ticket holder at Kings Lynn and that's lasted down uh, um, a player called Adam Marriott who incredibly scored 19 goals already this season so 19 goals by November is <laughs> it's, it's frightening yeah it's uh, not bad going I, I doubt we'll be playing for them next season <laughs> possibly not um, ok so what's your bet on this one then so I kind of heed and hard a bit about about this one. Um, Kingsland obviously scoring lots of goals at home, but also conceding. So I'm going to go with the same bet as last time, and that's for over 2.5 goals and both teams to score, and that's currently 10 to 11 with bet 365. Okay, just to kind of let people know, Kingsland are 45 to win the match, which we also thought was quite big, didn't we? Yeah, do we? Big Gateshead are sitting what is it, 12th in the league. I love um, Eleventh, not, not not far off. So mid table, they're not playing great. I think they've lost their last two games. So for Kingsland to be four to five, always kind of gives you a bit of a worry. Why this such a big price? Yeah, the other one that I like just on that basis was Kingsland to win and to score uh, over one and a half goals is sixty five. So it takes you the right kind of side of evens. Um, but again, take your pick on that one. But your tip for that game is over two and a half and both teams to score at ten to eleven. Yeah, 10 to 11. Who's that with? That's with Betfies, it's five. Okay. So, moving on to Sunday, and as you said earlier, if it's not broken, don't fix it, and we're going to have a look at Leicester again, who are at home to Everton uh, on Sunday afternoon. Um, Everton looked to be in a bad way. seen a lot of people uh, on Twitter, a lot of Everton fans, saying there was time for Marco Silva to go. Um, I see he's second favourite in the sack race behind Unai Emery of Arsenal um, so Everton won't go there with much confidence and I still think that the bookies are continuing to underestimate Leicester I've been really impressed by Leicester this season um, I think we can definitely say they are the real deal Brendan Rodgers has obviously got them playing fantastically well they're really difficult to beat they're not conceding goals and they are becoming the team that scores two goals every game Yeah, well, I make it uh, two or more in their last nine wins and they've won nine out of their last ten so they're 13 to 20 to win the game but we can get more value out of a bet that we've done quite a few times on the podcast more so um, kind of earlier in the season and that's for Leicester to score one or more and to win the game which is 21 to 20 currently at bet 365 and given Leicester's home record their current record and their knack for scoring two or more goals that looks like a really good bet yeah really strong I think Vardy will probably have a part to play in that as well he's um, continued to score goals still for Leicester and doing really well this season yeah I think him and Madison are doing really really well Madison's been particularly impressive um, in the Premier League this season so it's a really good combination that they've got there and yeah I don't see any reason I've been trying to look for reasons as to why you wouldn't be back in <laughs> Leicester on Sunday but I just can't find any especially given the state that opponents Everton are in as well so that's a bet on that one it's Leicester to win and over one and a half goals at 21 to 20 um, now also on Sunday sorry not a, not a stats buff at all in the English Premiership but it be interesting to see, obviously, given Liverpool's amazing start, Leicester can probably feel a bit aggrieved that they're second. Because at the moment, their form is probably title-winning form. 
based on that rate of what ten wins at the last eleven or nine of the last ten. I think that's the thing. I seen someone tonight tweeting about Liverpool and just saying that you know although they were top of the league, they've, they've maybe only played a handful of really really good games. You know they're picking up results, but they're not blowing teams away. Um, and a, a quick glance at it, Leicester have actually got a better goal scoring record uh, than Liverpool. And you look so, at the games yeah. as well that Liverpool have scored last-minute goals in. Yeah, There's probably yeah. at least three games I can think of off the top of my head that have scored a last-minute goal. And I think from a betting point of view, it's an interesting one to raise. And given the performances of Liverpool, you just wonder how long they can sustain this run for. And at some point, you know, they're, they're probably going to lose a game at a big price. But that's easier said than done in terms of picking which game that is. But <laughs> the forum would suggest that they just can't keep winning games uh, whether that be in the last minute or whatever. Um, so it might be something to look forward to. If you're looking for big price winners, then, you know, Liverpool... A scalp. Yeah, they might not be too far away from that first defeat, the way things are going. Um, kind of huffed and puffed a wee bit tonight again against uh, Napoli in the Champions League. So, yeah, it's not one that we'll be taking on this week, but certainly one worth keeping an eye on. So finally on Sunday, we've already touched on the Norwegian League last week. This week, we're now at the final round of games, all eight games at 5pm on the Sunday. And just to reiterate that that looks like a bet that's going to be worth taking on again. Yeah, I see no reason not to back that. There's still quite a lot to play for. Obviously, it's the last round of games. There's at least five teams who could essentially be relegated. So like last week, um, it was quite a slow start last Sunday. But that doesn't really matter, to be fair, as long as the goals come before full-time. Um, we're probably looking at 24-plus goals. Mm-hmm. And just on that note, even today, which I'm a bit annoyed about, hadn't there been Champions League football on, I might focus a bit more on the Chinese Super League. I think they're now into their <laughs> penultimate round of matches today. Um, it was 29-plus goals at 6-4 to four today. Yeah. And that landed, um, I think it was 34. In fact, maybe more than that, but there's 34 or 35 goals scored. So um, I keep saying I have no stats to back this up, but the stats to back it up are the total goal bet keeps landing. That's the stats. Well, that's your homework for next week. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> um, and also just on that point, you had said to me that someone had been in touch to say that they they had requested a price on these type of markets. Now, currently Skybet can lead the way in terms of these special bets, but we also know that Paddy Power and Betfair do them. Um, but I thought that was quite a good suggestion. It was actually a lot of the bookies are now offering request a bet, so you can get in touch with them uh, on Twitter and ask them for particular odds on any given bet that you like. Now, they don't always give you those odds, but as I say, someone had been in touch and said that they managed to get a price on, I think it was the Champions League goals tonight, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Weaver contacted me, I think, on Twitter today, this morning, to say that he contacted Paddy Power and they gave him a price about two hours later on, I think, 20-plus goals uh, in the eight o'clock matches. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did also contact Skybet. Now, Skybet, for some reason, chose to offer all eight matches tonight. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, it was very interesting, but I said to you this afternoon, I actually fancied the Chelsea games for goals. So I think there were six goals in those opening two games, and ju- just as well there was, because yeah. otherwise you'd be a goal short. Um, but yeah, he, he asked the question, and obviously um, he, he got a price, so definitely worth asking. Okay, so can you just give us a wee recap on this weekend's bets? 
Yeah, so no surprise. I'm back in the Hibs game. Um, massive Hibs fan at the moment. So um, Hibs versus Kilmarnock. I'm back in over 2.5 goals at what I believe is a very, very big price of 5-4. to four. And well, that's with Marathon Bet. The, the two prices, 121 to 100. <laughs> and secondly, I'm taking Kings Lynn at home to Gateshead in the English National League North. And I'm taking over 2.5 goals and both teams to score. And on to Sunday, we've got the final round of games in the Norwegian top flight. And that will be a Skybet special that will appear probably Saturday afternoon. And we're probably looking at 24 plus goals at around about 5 to 6. And we've also got Leicester to win and over one and a half Leicester goals at 21 to 20. Um, So that's your four bets for this weekend. Hopefully we've got a few winners in there and another winning nap. Um, So that's us for this week. Remember, you can now subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast app. Just search for Gambler. Um, As ever, drop us an email at hello at gambler.co.uk if you have any feedback for us on the podcast. We know that there's plenty of people out there listening, so it'd be great to hear from you. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at GamblerTips. And, of course, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where he... We'll keep you abreast of any daily bets that he has, um, which is well worth following. I'll be back on Friday with Voice of Value for a look ahead to racing on ITV on Saturday. We might even squeeze a bonus podcast in tomorrow for Newbury's meeting on Friday, depending on Voice of Value's schedule. He's a very busy man. Um, In the meantime, best of luck for the weekend. Hope you all have a profitable one. It just remains for me to thank Greg for his time once again tonight. Thank you very much. Cheers.